0: Chapter Seventeen of Manners for Men. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Manners for Men by Mrs. Humphrey. Chapter Seventeen. At a Ball. The etiquette of the ballroom is not difficult to acquire, and yet there are thousands of young men going into society constantly who flagrantly fail in it their bad manners are conspicuous they decline to dance unless the prettiest girls in the room are trotted out for them block the doorways haunt the refreshment room and after supper promptly take their leave could any course of conduct be in worse taste and what can a poor hostess do young men are necessary at dances and they must be invited if they will not dance who shall make them the delight of the average hostess's heart is the well-bred man unspoiled by conceit who can always be depended on to do his duty he arrives in good time fills his card before very long and can be asked to dance with a plain neglected wallflower or two without resenting it he takes his partner duly to the refreshment room after each dance if she wishes to go and provides her with whatever she wishes before leaving her he sees her safe at her chaperone's side if he should sit out a dance he returns in time to claim his partner for the next not leaving her till it is half over as is the wont of some young men the truth is that society demands a never-ending series of self-denying actions from those who belong to it and the more cheerfully these are performed the more perfect are the manners what can be more enjoyable than to sit in some cool retreat with a charming girl enjoying one of those innocent flirtations that do so much to give zest to life but delightful though it be the temptation to prolong it must be resisted if an expectant partner is missing her dance and waiting in the ballroom to be claimed it is bad manners to go to a ball unless one is accomplished in the art of dancing To do so is to take the place of one who may be more expert and therefore in greater request consequently every man who wishes to be a success in society must learn to dance there are abundant opportunities for doing so at the various dancing academies as they are rather unsuitably entitled for there is not much about them of the academical as generally understood private lessons are dearer than the others but they really are necessary for most men who have not been taught to dance when boys the whole attention of the teacher should be given during the first three or four a man has so much to learn in addition to the correct movements of his feet he must be taught to hold his head up to grasp his partner gently but firmly not to tread on her toes or knock his knees against hers and also how to steer his course and hers in an imaginary crowded room afterwards come the finishing touches when perfect in the steps and carriage of the body the learner is taught to glide gently from foot to foot regulating his pace as quickly or as slowly as he may wish at first this seems to be impossible for the novice is inclined to rush his fences as it were and he waltzes round the room at breakneck speed making himself giddy and breathless and sometimes causing dire catastrophe a girl finds it difficult to forgive a man who has made her look ridiculous the fall of a couple is not a frequent occurrence in a ballroom but when it does happen it is almost always the man's fault girls take much more naturally to the graceful movements of the dance and are besides more often taught in childhood than their brothers at a private ball the guest enters and greets his hostess before speaking to anyone else She shakes hands with him and passes him on to someone to introduce him to partners, perhaps her husband, perhaps her son. With this beginning, he will probably get on very well and may half fill his card, and he should take care to do so at once, for at some balls the nice girls are immediately snapped up and engaged for even the extras before they have been twenty minutes in the room. Are you engaged for every dance, Miss Gray? Can you spare me one? and miss gray probably gives him one but if he is a stranger of whose calisthenic prowess nothing is known she is careful to give him only one sometimes his partners if they discover that he dances well introduce him to their sisters and friends if however he should find himself left high and dry towards the end of the evening he should go back to the gentlemen of the house and ask them to introduce him to somebody else young men of experience in such matters usually manage very well without this but the novice has often to face the alternative of dancing no more or asking to be introduced hostesses sometimes make special introductions for the supper dance the one immediately preceding that meal this means that the man introduced unless engaged to dance it with someone else is imperatively called upon to accept the partner offered him and to take her down to supper in asking a lady to dance it is usual to say will you give me this waltz or may i have this barn dance some young men say would you like to dance this come along then but such a form of address is only suited to intimates when the dance is over and the partner left with her friends the man says thank you bows and leaves her if he wishes to see any lady to her carriage he asks her permission to do so folds her wraps around her hands her in, and stands until the carriage has gone some yards away. End of chapter 17